Welcome to Dunzo. This is a podcast that explores hookups and breakups of famous lovers and friends, both real and fake, and all the discarded pop culture of yesteryear. I'm your host, Troy McKeady. You guys, welcome to whatever episode number this is of Dunzo. I never know anymore. It is me, Troy McEady. And this is this episode is going to be super random. It's like probably really surprising to people because I haven't even, I've been doing girl group shit and Britney stuff and I've been all over the place. And I just wanted to do something honestly, just like selfish and indulgent <laughs> and fun. And first of all, I am joined by Bridget from the Literal, Literal Trash 2004 Instagram account. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm so excited. I'm good. Uh, this is your first ever podcast and I feel very honored. Yes. I had to choose you to be my first. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, first of all, your Instagram account brings me, like, it's sick how much joy it brings me on a daily basis. Like <laughs> my algorithm now just knows, like, you're one of the first stories that always pops up. Like, same. it just knows. Yeah, same with you. I feel like we always find like the most random shit. Just like they're like, where the fuck did this come from? Like <laughs> we're both like on the same wavelength with that. We are. <laughs> I feel like we have the same algorithm on on every weird website we use because we like oh, and we like the same people. Yes, yes, like the weird people too, like the <laughs> underground weird weirdos. <laughs> yes. Yeah, every time you do a um first of all, we both love Janet, which I love. Oh yes, yes, my queen. I love her so much. We both adore Janet. And every time you do a um, Tracy Bingham post, I just like, my heart oh, lights up. Yes. She liked my comment today. So that was Did my she? joy of the day. <laughs> She's so beautiful and underrated. Oh, she really is like so underrated for fashion. Mm-hmm. Like people always talk about like, obviously like Paris and like Lindsay, but like Tracy Bingham is the one, like yeah. her outfits are out of this world. For sure. She was such a red carpet girl too. Like she would like- oh pull out went to every everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did you come up with the idea of like starting your Instagram account? I was, I think it was like 2015. So I was like at the end of my college career or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was like sitting in the library and I was on, I don't know if you follow um, Caroline. She does like, she does um, just like old stuff. I forget her at name, but I was like always on her stuff and she posts like just weird celebrity photos Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can do that. Like, I look at this shit all the time. So I just like started it and like no one followed me except my friends. And right. then from there, like I just like met friends and it's been awesome. Yeah, it's such a fun, I feel like the early 2000s community on social media is really fun. Oh yeah. And everyone's like so sweet too. Like everyone I talk to is just like the best person. Yeah, really cool people. And we all kind of like, even if it's like, like I'll see people post somebody that like maybe I wouldn't initially think about, but I'm like, I, I still get it, you know? Yes. Yes. I'm like, oh, I liked them, but I wasn't like a stan, but like, right. it's still, it's still funny that like, there are people out there who know the same people. Right. Like, yeah. oh, someone's thinking about Willa Ford today. Like, oh my God, I was literally just so going to say, weird. I was yeah. going to say Willa. <laughs> yeah. Like someone's thinking about like this random photo shoot of hers. It's so cool. <laughs> right. Like somebody's thinking of her and also like, I love people, I always say on this podcast, I love people who are stands of like, like some, there's a vitamin C stand somewhere in the world. And like, oh, oh, I can guarantee you and I would love that person. 
Oh yeah. And like my best friend, like he likes all the same people I do. So sometimes he'll send me like, oh my God, you have to post this or like this person. I'm like, yes, that, yes. So like he like helps me sometimes. <laughs> it's so good. Well, I yeah, like, love honestly, it. I thank you so much for like giving me something to do while I'm sitting at work. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, so if you guys read the episode description, you know what we're talking about. I can't believe it took this long. I've been doing this podcast for four years and I talk about Sky all the time and I've never reviewed any Sky content at all. So of course we are talking today about nighttime, my time, and I'm so excited. I can't even uh, tell you how excited I am. Me too. I love this album so much. Such a classic. Tell me how you were introduced to Sky <sighs> Ferreira. Okay, so I was a very big, like, Katy Perry stan, okay. um, like, in high school, so, like, 08 to, like, 2011, kind of, and she was, like, friends with Sky, but, like, obviously, I didn't know who Sky was, but she mm-hmm. posted, Katy posted this picture of this, like, teenager, like, she was about my age, so, like, I was 17, Sky was 17, mm-hmm. and, like, Sky was wearing this, like, oversized, like, fur coat, and, like, these rip stockings and she had like a bottle of vodka between her legs and they were like in some club and I was like why is the 17 year old hanging out with Katy Perry that's so cool and then like I discovered like she makes music and she was doing like I think just covers at that point um like on her MySpace and I was like this girl is so cool and from there I just like followed her yeah she's one of those people that I feel like when you discover her and if you really like her music like all of a sudden you're just like on the sky train and like you know you just it's almost like it, it's like reminiscent, not in the exact same way, but it has similar vibes as like in Azealia Banks, where it's like you're just on the train now. Because right. You're you like, I need to stick with this person because yeah. I like, discovered them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like I have to like root for them because obviously they don't get like, you know, Sky doesn't get like mainstream acknowledgement really exactly yeah yeah so you're like I need to stick with her because like I have like underdog like underdog syndrome too so like she's such an underdog like yeah I love her so much and she's just very like awkward in such a charming way so it Mm -hmm. makes me love her even more totally she's one of those people that's like yeah she's like very awkward and almost like tortured in a way and it's like the thing about her that people love and it's also the thing that like for her it's like it's hard because it's like she knows that that's what she's known for and she's insecure about it but also like it's like a whole she can't help it yeah she can't help it because it's who she is and it's just like so cute um I discovered Sky like I I think I discovered her during like her MySpace days because I remember figuring out who she was when her hair was like really really long Mm mm-hmm like the curly like yes like curly (laughs) down to her ass and I think that was like during the era of like the one Mm -hmm. and like her first album um and I just remember thinking she was like a cool like kind of like Robin at the time she was like a Robin-y kind of like you know maybe like almost like early Tegan and Sarah like just like a fun poppy girl and yeah and then like you're just I was just on the sky train like I, I never got off of it I yeah. always supported her I always downloaded her music I was always like very anxious for her to release music and I remember the night nighttime my time came out because it was like the sky stands on tumblr were like freaking the fuck out yeah they're like it's finally happening <laughs> like the album <laughs> is happening oh my god uh the queen of delays oh for sure but like her pop her pop like ep as if like 
I know she hated those songs, I'm sure, but like they're like, such good pop songs. Like they oh are so good. Like better than what people are putting out now. Like Oh, they're so and it's insane that that's like for her like her bad music. Ridiculous. Right. She like she's like it doesn't exist. Like she puts it away <laughs> in her closet. Right. <laughs> yeah, she um Sky is I mean, I guess for anybody I I I can't imagine anybody listening to this who knows who Sky is doesn't know this about her, but she is one of those girls that she's got terrible luck with management and her label and I I feel like they punish her and like I feel like her label likes trying to make her look bad and Mm -hmm. she's not allowed to talk about what's going on so she like her fans I feel bad because it's like her fans consistently feel really betrayed by her when like I really honestly think none of it is in her control no I think she would put out music if she wanted to and she just can't it's really fucked um so yeah we're talking about nighttime my time today we're gonna obviously go through track by track which i'm like very excited about i'm really excited to see what your favorites are because this album is so unique that i feel like you can't really gauge like what people would like or not like right there's so many like different vibes to it like every single song is different which is what i love about it yeah and um and also i feel like it would we're not obviously not we're not going to talk about that song but like I feel like we have to just really quickly before we get into these songs mention the everything is embarrassing of it all like Sky's oh, like oh yeah right yep her like catapult yeah yes so I think probably I'll I will say everything is embarrassing is probably when I really started to lean in like before mm-hmm. I just knew who Sky was and I liked her and I thought she was really pretty and I thought she had cool hair and she was like a cool <laughs> Tumblr girl yeah. But then everything is embarrassing happened and it was like who the fuck is this girl right it's like she is it yeah like she is the moment she is the one and the only one uh, <laughs> and you know she's she it's it's fucked because she's the an artist that like she launched a thousand ships like there are so many girls yeah. that would not exist if it weren't for sky and for sky's like sound like what she created in you know 20. 11 or 12 or whatever like who the fuck would Halsey even be where would she be right and everything embarrassing like it just reminds me so much of Carly Rae Jepsen emotion like it's just and it came out what like three years later after mm-hmm. everything's embarrassing it's like okay she really she really like told these girls what to do <laughs> she did and by the way that's one of the first lines in my notes <laughs> I love it <laughs> <laughs> um so Sky announced in October of 2011 that she was going to be releasing this album that was like 80s inspired and um, directly inspired by Blondie and you know she talked about she had all these things to say about the album and people got really excited but as we said this was her first sort of foray into like I'm going to be the girl that people know as like messy because my music never comes out on time and my label sabotages me so Nighttime My Time took years to finally be released. And when they finally did release it, it was like, the release was really exciting because the album was so good. But even that was like messy. Like I remember there being issues with like, like people buying like VIP whatever versions of the album and like they weren't being sent out because the label mm-hmm. didn't like have enough. And they, they've ne- her label has never had any trust in her ability, which is crazy. And they didn't think that she was going to sell that many records. So they didn't like 
prepare for people to want the album and I mean it went on to become like one of the greatest albums of that time period and it could have been so much bigger if her label had just like had trust in her yeah and I, from what I heard there's there was never like a physical cd release like there was vinyls made mm-hmm. but you couldn't like go to target and like buy a physical cd of hers which like, is like kind fuck? of crazy like <laughs> like why like why yeah. do that to your artist it doesn't make any sense I know. to me and now the vinyl is worth, I heard, like, a lot of money. Like, a lot, a lot of money. Because it was, like, an Urban Outfitters exclusive type of thing. God. It's I know, just, like, it's just so trust sky. her. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, like, ugh. I say this all the time. Boys, punch the fucking numbers and shut the fuck up. The perfect opener for this album. Like, it's <laughs> so fucking good. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's talk about boys. Oh, my God. Okay. God. Ugh. Okay, you go first. Tell me your thoughts. Okay. Well, I knew it was like a rework of like a demo that she had mm-hmm. called like There's Too Many Boys, whatever. So when I first heard it, I was like, oh my God, like I kind of know this because it's like similar, but not the same. Right. But I think it's pretty cool that she took like a song that she probably didn't like from that like 2010, 2011 era and she like made it into what she was then. So right. more of like a rock guitar based grunge or whatever. So I thought that was so cool that she kind of like merged the two like skies, if you will. And it was like the perfect like introduction to the new, new sky. Yeah, that's such a good point. And I, I think it's a really good introduction to the album too, like of what the whole sound is going to be and like what she, you know, like she, and she kept her promise. Like this is a very Blondie inspired album. Um, I mean, this song specifically is just so early Blondie it's like weirdly nostalgic. Like it sounds like one of those songs where you're like, I've heard this before, but like you haven't. Yeah. You know, Um, it's very pop. It's very catchy, but like in the most sky, like you said, grungy kind of dark way. It's like glittery. Sky's music is like if you threw glitter on like a dirty floor. Yes, 100%. It's like sparkly dirt. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's like one of the only like, like uppity like happy sky songs but it still like has this level of like melancholy which is right. like why I love her <laughs> <laughs> yeah because even if you're dancing to her music you're still depressed and she knows it right oh yeah yeah she's like she that's what us. I do to you guys <laughs> yeah she knows her fan base we're all depressed um yeah and then lyrically so this song it's like it is fairly simple and like it's funny because I feel like the way that this song the way that the melody is like it teeters on sounding kind of like juvenile, but like in a good way. Like right. it sounds very like playground, you know? Yes, I mean? Especially like the chant in the middle, like cross my heart and hope to die. <laughs> right. Like stick a needle in my eye. Like literally it's like a child's like <laughs> chant. Yeah. It's like, um, it's almost like a diary entry or something. Yes. Yeah. Um, And it's about, I mean, this whole album is about, oh, I guess this is a good intro to talk about her boyfriend her ex-boyfriend, Zachary Cole Smith. Um, This whole album is about her relationship with the lead singer of a band called Dive. And um, yeah, she's basically saying, like she says, you know, boys are a dime a dozen and that, you know, they no longer really do anything for her. She's like over it. And then she meets this guy and she can feel her attraction to him getting really strong. Um, And it's, you know, it's, it's it's about Zachary. And what do you think about that relationship? <laughs> oh, God. Just a big hot mess. 
just a big mess. <laughs> Such a yeah. mess. I remember like their Instagram posts and like it was weird because like they looked the same at the time. Like they had the same haircut and like they wore the same clothes and stuff. And I was like, this is just very weird. <laughs> I just wasn't yeah. a fan. It was, it's, yeah, it was definitely one of those relationships where you're like, oh, like when your friend dates somebody that you're like, I don't want this. Like, I want better for you. Yeah. Like I have to support her, but I don't like yeah. him. <laughs> and like, I know it won't last, but I got to let her go through the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I retract what I said earlier, by the way, I wrote my notes down weird, but she says she sings about boys being a dime a dozen and that um, they no longer do anything for her and that she is getting stronger as a person by not focusing her attention on like needing a man until she meets Zach. Um, and in the pre-course, she says that he restored her faith in men, which is really sad because we know that mm. later he like kind of destroyed her fucking life. Yeah. And like betrays her basically. Yeah. Yeah um and yeah and then she talks about like being really excited about their relationship because you know they thought that or she actually talked about this in an interview she said that um I'm gonna stop I'm gonna pause and then do that again (laughs) (laughs) Sky talked in an interview about how um all of their friends were like so excited for them to be together because he seemed like the guy that was going to like save her in a way. Like he was like that guy that was like a good guy, which I always tell my friends to watch out for good guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the boys that get told constantly that they're good, a good person. It's like, Oh yeah. And it like goes to their head and they actually <laughs> think they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're full Jason Hoppy psychopaths. <laughs> oh God. <yeah>. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Not Jason Hoppy. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then and he actually responded to that in another interview like recently where they brought up like you know a lot of people thought that you would be the guy that would like save Sky because everybody views her as this like flighty drug addict or whatever and he was like no I, I was like terrible to her I lied to her all the time I was a crackhead when I was with her and I probably like re- like whatever I restored in her about men like I burned all of that down and made it a million times worse. Like oh, he literally man. even admitted, like I ruined her. That's sad. It's so <clears> sad. And from what I've seen, like he is like sober now and like married or something. Mm-hmm. So it's just, just completely weird. <laughs> yeah. A definite knife twist for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me see. What else did I write in my notes about this song? Uh, I mean, obviously like we're going to keep saying a million times that like all of these songs are so eighties inspired, like, yeah. Just so 80s. I always say that Sky's music sounds like it could be in a John Hughes soundtrack. Literally one of my notes that I wrote. Are you kidding? <laughs> on one of these songs. Yeah. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> like it's it's like pretty and pink, like Saint Almost Fire. Like it's just very Yes. You know, like you can hear it in the background of like a like a just like a scene. Like right. it's perfect for that kind of movie. Yes. Yeah. 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 Perfect background music. Um, yeah, and I also just, like, love the playfulness of the song, like, like you said earlier, the, the part in the middle where she says, like, cross my heart and hope to die, um, it's just very, like, teenage love affair, like, scribbling in your diary, you know, whatever, it's fun. Yes. Boys is great. Also, it's Taylor Swift's favorite Sky Ferreira song, and I just feel like that really? says so much. Love that. Did you yeah. say that, like, in an interview? Like, it's so yeah. funny to think someone, like, asks, like, what's your favorite Sky Ferreira song? <laughs> <I> <laughs> <know>. <laughs> she's like boys it's like okay all right okay 
Okay. You're, doing, you're doing your thing. And you're, you're, you're branding. We get it, Taylor. Um, let's move on to Ain't Your Right. What do you think? I, I think this is like one of the, like the sexiest songs, like first guy. When I listen to it, I'm like, oh, she's like in her sexy bag. Like you don't, <laughs> you don't see that a lot, like on this, like on this album too much. I mean, kind of, but this one is like outright, like sexy. Like the lyrics are sexy. It's about like, like a guy sleeping over, like you sleeping over a guy's house. So mm-hmm. I like to see that side of her. Cause I feel like you don't like see that too often. With I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. It, and I think it's a, a perfect transition from the first song because it's also very, it, it also has kind of diary and diary entry vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's, it's just extremely Blondie. Like I'm a big Blondie yes. head. I love old Blondie songs. And like, this just reminds me so much of, of Debbie Harry. It's crazy. Um, and like, yeah, lyrically it's like very sexy and it's very simple and it's mm-hmm. like kind of short in general. But I love the message where she's basically telling this guy, like, also at the same time, like, you have no, you have absolutely no right to hurt me and treat <laughs> me bad, but guess what? You will, and I'm going to let you. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to let you fuck me up. Yeah. And we, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like, you're going to break my heart and it's completely fine. Um, I actually wrote down some of my, some of the lyrics. She said, it ain't your right, but that's okay. I'll let you slide this one time. If you consider sleeping over, I'll consider you. I'll only warn you one time. I've got a stilted view. And if the problem child is gone now, I'll consider you. You're a lucky person. So she's like, I love that. <laughs> so good. The confidence. You're a lucky person. <laughs> right. And I love that she refers to like, whether she's like dating a guy currently or her ex, she's like, if the problem child's gone, <laughs> you can, you know, he'll pack up and you'll come in. Yeah, <laughs> like, she is so funny like I don't know if you followed her like on Twitter like 2012 like 2013 but she's like so funny oh she's the and funniest. I feel like it comes across like in this song like it's like confident but it's also like hilarious <laughs> right yeah she's one of those people where like if you like she's so shy that if you like work for for it and like yes. get her really comfortable it's like so worth it she's so yes funny. And then on Twitter, like, I feel like she just has that confidence, like, obviously, like, on Twitter, like, anyone does. But right. she would just say, like, the funniest shit. She's, oh, god damn it. Yeah, so many of her lyrics are so clever. Yes. That one kills me. You're a lucky person always kills me. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about 24 hours. Oh, my god. Oh, my god. Oh, it's so good. It's one of my favorites on this album. Me too. Definitely one of my favorites. I love the opening, like the clock, and then it just like, like goes right into it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. Um, what did I write for this one? It should have been a single, I think. Agreed. I think it would have done really well as a single. Because it's like very, like like you said, it's like 80s and like very blondy and, but like also just sky. Like, I feel like it's mm-hmm. like a perfect, like newer pop sky. Right. And, it, and, this, and it's like an upbeat type of thing. I love it. And like this album came out in 2013. People are right now trying to like create this sound. Yes. I mean, this was so ahead of its time. So like innovative and so like 80s inspired, but not in the cheesy way. Like you can tell she really yes. like lives in the 80s. It'd be like if you were you or I were like musicians and we made an early 2000s inspired album. 
it would be yes. like hardcore you know what yes, I mean? and like authentic yes yeah because we genuinely love it you can tell she really just like that's where her heart is it's like in the 80s um yeah this is one that I wrote it could be in like an 80s teen film like in the background <laughs> yes, yes. it's that vibe for sure like it, it, maybe even a montage yes <laughs> right? absolutely oh yeah I wrote that she's the queen of making 80s synth music that you want to dance to while you're extremely depressed hi (laughs) hi um yeah and I uh, this song I said the only way that you can describe it is pure magic it literally makes the hairs on my arms stand up the synthesizers sound so fucking cool um and then it's like it's like grungy and like really hard but it also like twinkles there's yes. little like twinkly sounds at the back and like there's twinkles behind Sky's voice. I'm a real fan of a twinkle in a song. Oh yeah. And I love at the end how it just like fades out very softly. I love that. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that too. It's like I think so, it's so, so beautiful. Cool. Yeah. Um, and she's singing in her deep, her deeper register, which I love when she uses her really deep voice. Yes. I think her vocals are beautiful on this. And also like the lyrics. I've never been in like a long distance type of relationship mm-hmm. but like I feel like she captures it very well like the lyrics I didn't write yeah. any down but like they're just very like we only have like 24 hours left to like hang out and I'm assuming it's about her and her boyfriend I guess whatever touring but right I feel like she captures it very well I got you girl you know I wrote the lyrics down <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it um I also <laughs> I wrote my notes like manically while I was listening to the, the album <laughs> and I wrote <laughs> sometimes I read the back and I'm like what I said um I know that I keep saying it sounds like a John Hughes movie but this really is like 80s coming of age young adult soundtrack gig in another world Demi Moore <laughs> is doing a line of cocaine to this song <laughs> in a deleted scene from St. Elmo's Fire but like that's true I really I stand by that yes. right now <laughs> yes. I see it in my head right now <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah, lyrically, the song is also, again, like, simple and straightforward, but it's, like, the way Sky writes music is she can write something really simple and make it so emotional and so intense and just, like, clever. And she's such a good songwriter, and she doesn't really get credit for the fact that she writes all of her music. Yes, and then when she sings that, like, you can hear the emotion, but it's almost like she's, like, whining and, like, begging mm-hmm. him to stay. Like, when when you hear her sing it like you can hear it in her voice yeah it's very like it's almost like power ballad vibes yes absolutely um yeah so this song is basically about you know her and her significant other she wishes that their time together would never end because it seems to move so fast when they're together and more specifically the thing that I love about it is that she sings about being depressed like genuinely depressed when she knows that their time is about to end and like she can feel her depression coming on. Um, she said, the seconds run away, minutes pass at speeds we can't run at. Beautiful. I mean, come on. That's gorgeous. As hours start to fade deep into the night, I'm not in the mood for laughing. It's slipping away. There's nothing we can do. It's slipping away. There is no tomorrow without you. I wish these 24 hours would never end. In these 24 hours, I wish the clock had no hands. In 24 hours, we still have time. And for 24 hours, you're still mine. And then I love in the middle when she says, if this isn't real, I just can't deal in the way you could say I was always a cynic. Hopeful for a while, 
lost in denial. I wish this could last forever. I mean, like, come on. You could say I was always a cynic. I love that. Come on. Like, I could cry right now. Seriously. But you're right, though. Before we move on for that one, huge missed opportunity that that didn't get a release in a music video. Can you imagine the music video? (gasps) The music video. Oh, my God. She would kill it. Like, that's why I wish she had, like, the budget. I wish she had the label behind her. Because this era could have been so much more than it was. Like, she deserved that for her first album. She really did deserve that. And, like, fuck these fucking label head assholes. Like, what the fuck do they know? These, like, 50-year-old men. Like, what do they know? Right. Like, they know, they, like, turn everybody into fucking Halsey. It's like, if you're a little bit artistic, then you're Halsey all of a sudden. And singing in cursive. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, (laughs) Now, shit's about to get real. Let's talk about nobody asked me if I was okay. Oh, this is like a cathartic song. Totally. I I feel like it's so like angsty without like being corny. Like it's, Mm. it's like a true like angsty, I'm pissed at everyone kind of song. And it's perfect. I wrote in my notes that it has tantrum vibes. (laughs) Okay. But like it has like arms crossed, foot stomping vibes, which I love. Sometimes you need that, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, (laughs) and of course, all of these songs have Blondie influence, but this one is like almost like more punk. Like it's it Mm -hmm. feels very like eighties punk more than like new wavy. Like where she normally goes, this is just straight up like an eighties punk song. Yeah, it's very much her like just venting. And mm-hmm. her, like, it, it's a lot of, like, um, repetitive lyrics, but, like, I feel like it is just, like, it helped her. Mm-hmm. And because for her, like, it's true, like, nobody asked her if she's okay. Like, everyone, like, overlooks her. Yeah. And I feel like she's been through so much in her life and, like, she doesn't necessarily talk about it. Yeah. Um, and then being in the industry and, like, having all this stuff happen to her. And, right. like, it's still happening to her. Yeah, it's still happening to this day. I mean, we literally do not have masochism because of her industry shit and these men um and yeah it's like she sings about being neglected and misunderstood and um you know she's also singing about being in this relationship that she wants to leave because she's like reached this breaking point and she's on the she's a woman on the verge she's actually I feel like she's beyond the verge this is her after the verge (laughs) yes right she's like her release (laughs) right she stepped beyond the verge um (laughs) And, you know, she's trying, she's, like, trying to explain her point of view to, like, just, like, these figurative people who won't listen. Uh, she said, I never thought I'd have a moment like this. All I want to feel is your kiss. So many words on the tip of my tongue. So many things that you should have done. Right now it hurts that I want you to stay. Nobody asked me if I was okay. In six seconds, I count 10 reasons to go. Every day people tell me something else I know. Nobody asked me if I was, nobody asked me what I wanted. Nobody asked me. I tried to ask you, but nobody asked me if I was okay. Shaking your head while I tried to explain. You say you don't want to hear me complain. I'm just trying to get my point across and you don't seem to care if I'm feeling lost. Like that is so sky. So sky. Like. It's like a diary entry. Totally. And I can't even imagine, I mean, in her relationships, just how sort of passive and like, just 
how take much how taken advantage of she probably is on like a constant basis because she's sh- she's so like shy and yeah she's like a shut-in I feel like if something happens like she just doesn't want to talk about it mm-hmm. which is why this music is good because like she just puts everything into her music and I was watching mm-hmm. a few interviews and there was this one quote that like reminded me of this song and she said I thought I was going to put out this music for everyone and everyone was going to understand me for the first time ever and like, I feel like it's very much like this song. Like everyone's like, why is she the way she is? Like, why is she so shy? Yeah. Why like, is she awkward in interviews? And I feel like this song is like, this is why I'm like this. Right. And I'm pissed off more so. Yes. Like, like I'm pissed about it. Like I know I come across like shy and like passive, but like I am pissed. Yeah. Like I'm angry and I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I love Screamo Sky. Um, let's talk about, oh, a favorite, a crowd pleaser, iconic, I blame myself. Oh my God. The minute I talk about it, I can just hear like the, the beginning. Yes. It's a perfect song. Tell me your thoughts. Okay. It's like, I just love like a cheery pop song, like the beat, but then the lyrics are just like dark as hell and like this is the one and like seriously if I think about it too much like I could cry like this song is just like I think it's Scott one of Sky's best songs like there is I think so too and I feel the same way like it it honestly makes me so emotional the the emotion in her voice when she's singing this song is so intense like when she says, you think you know me so well every time, I'm like, oh my God. Oh. Oh. The one lyric that really gets me is when, she, I think it's the second verse, um, 10 years old without a voice. I feel oh. like nothing's really changed. Now I'm just a little older. Like, oh, every time I hear that, like my heart breaks over and over again. I know. Have you ever read about how she stopped talking as a kid? Yes. I think she was doing an interview for something. And she was saying like, yeah, I was like 10 years old and I just like had nothing to say. So I stopped talking. Like, yeah. And it like took see. people a long time, like a long way longer than it should have to realize she wasn't speaking. Yeah. That's so dark. So heartbreaking. Ugh. Um, I wrote in my notes too that, you know, Sky reminds, I'm a really big Fiona Apple fan. Mm-hmm. And Sky reminds me so much of Fiona, like in so many ways, like her voice and stuff, but also yeah. just like, specifically because I feel like she is I love this is a loving term I don't mean this in like a derogatory (laughs) way but she's like a trauma artist yes yep and the way Fiona is like a trauma-based artist like people love the trauma they love to hear them sing about like really like incredibly dark painful shit people just like want more of that from them you know like it's like what they're known for yeah. Right. Like, I feel like if Sky released like an entire album that was just happy, people would not be into it. Right. Exactly. Like, we expect this trauma from you. Yeah. We need to hear about your pain and your suffering and your breakups. And, you know, with Fiona, it's like, my God, people want to hear about eating disorders. And like, you know, it's like really like dark, dark, dark shit. But it's like what you've come to expect. Right. Um, and this is another song where I love that it's like it starts with these like really heavy like intense 808 drums like these 80s like almost like hip-hop drums like yeah. early like the literally the first week of hip-hop being a thing <laughs> yes. it's like 
fucking like really twinkly, sparkly keyboard, like literally say no more, say la vie. It has everything I need. Um, and I just think, yeah, lyrically, this is one of the most revealing songs I think she's ever written. It's so well-written and she's basically singing about what it feels like to be Sky and to be famous as her and that she's like hyper aware of like what people think about her and her reputation and yeah. her image as like like I said earlier this like sort of flighty drug addict party girl model you know like pouty lipped girl um, yeah and like inside like she is not that that's right. why the lyric um like how could you know what it feels like to live outside yourself like it because I feel like when she's like at these like Paris fashion weeks and stuff like I feel like she's like oh I'm just doing this like this yep. isn't really where I want to be so I feel like that whole part of her is like not really her I feel like she really is like living outside of her body like watching herself do it right it's almost like it would be like if I it would be like if I because I'm like tall and like broad and shit just like played football but I fucking <laughs> yeah. hate sports right but I would be good at it yeah just based like, I on... have to do yeah <laughs> you know what I mean yeah exactly um and yeah and I and also of course she's like kind of passively singing about the fact that in 2013 Sky Ferreira and her boyfriend were arrested um they they were charged with uh drug possession and it made headlines all over the place. It's so funny, like these artists, like when they, like if Sky released a song, you would hear like five publications talk about it, but she got mm-hmm. arrested and it was all over every single Yeah, people.com, you know. yeah. Right, like, like, yeah, like people, like you would never write about Sky otherwise. Right, yeah. Um, but they got, they got arrested on, they had drugs on their tour bus and the gag was that he had heroin and people already, you know, equate Sky to being a drug addict because she has bags under her eyes. So they're always like, she's always on like heroin and she's a crackhead. Mm-hmm. And it was really damaging for her. Like that was like really, really, really career changing and unfortunately like very defining for her. Yeah. And it sucks that it happened literally like a month before this album came out. So like yeah. everyone was just like, oh, that's that heroin addict uh, model who was arrested for heroin. And then like her mugshot, like there was two mugshots and like she could tell she was like really upset and crying in them. And I feel like that just made it even worse. Like people just judged her even even more for that. I just I felt so bad for yeah. her. I, I remember I was at my dentist office, like in the waiting room and I was just like scrolling on my phone and I was like, Sky Ferreira was arrested. <laughs> was like, I remember where I was. <laughs> You're like in the chair. <laughs> yeah, right. Like stop. <laughs> right, take that drill out of my mouth. <clears throat> um, I wrote down some of the lyrics for this one too. Um, she said, is it because you know my name or is it because you saw my face on the cover? Either way, it's all the same. It's like talking to a friend who's trying to be your lover. Good. (sighs) Underneath it all, I know it's not your fault that you don't understand. I blame myself. How could you know what it feels like to fight the hounds of hell? You think you know me so well. How could you know what it feels like to be outside yourself? You think you know me so well. I just want you to realize I blame myself for my reputation. Um, and then I also wrote down on my notes, I read an interview. This is kind of long, but I'll read it. This is an interview of her talking about the inspiration for the song. 
and the music video. So she said, um, with that song, it's like, I'm not really the most famous person in the world and I don't have paparazzi harassing me every day or something, but I do a lot of things and people notice me without really thinking much about it, which is true. Yeah. Um, she's one of those like background celebrities. Um, she said, I have this reputation of being like a party girl or on drugs or whatever. And even though thing- those things aren't really what they seem, people do really, kn- people don't really know anything about me. There's this whole perception of me and it's partially my fault because I don't go out of my way to change it. I'm not going to start going around getting my hair blow dried. I'm not going to start putting on makeup every day and smiling at the cameras all the time. I'm not going to try to prove people wrong in that sense. I want my work to speak for itself and it sucks that people think bad stuff about me, but it's partially my fault and I'm aware of that. I take full responsibility for it, even though I think a lot of it's unfair bullshit because no one's putting a gun to my head and telling me to do this or act this way. I don't think anyone can possibly know how it is until they've experienced it. I don't like being exploited and I don't like people lying about me, but I put myself in this position and it's part of my job. It's part of what I do and I have to deal with it. I have to deal with people or I have, uh, and people have to deal with worse things in the world. So it's not like, oh, feel sorry for me because I don't feel sorry for myself at all. I wish things were different, but it's just what it is. And I don't think some, I don't think some people can understand how it feels to be judged so intensely and told that you're something that you're not. Even before my drug arrest last week, people were already <laughs> saying I was on drugs when I wasn't. A lot of people, a lot of it has to do with being in the wrong places in the wrong time and who I associate myself with and whatnot. But a lot of it is a bit hypocritical too. And I think that that gets on my nerves the most. I mean, she couldn't have wow. said it better. She couldn't have said it better. <laughs> she, sum- she summed it up. Yeah. And um, also like, I feel like so many people just knew her as like, oh, that girl that's been reblogged on my Tumblr. Like right. she was very much that at the moment. Like people would just like see her and they, in real life, they're probably like, oh, I feel like I know that girl. And they'd like take pictures and stuff because they knew her yeah. from Tumblr. Like she was like the main Tumblr girl. Right. And that was like a weird time to be internet famous because it was like pre people really like, it was like pre-influencer. Yeah. Yeah. They just like knew this person was good looking. Basically, that's it. Yeah. Like it almost has the same vibe as like people who used to blog in like 2013 and like, yeah, it was like such a new innovative career path, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but like people looked (laughs) down on it kind of and were like, what are you doing? Right. Exactly. (laughs) um in the video too I really like the video I feel like it's very much like Michael Jackson meets Madonna like I like that she has a little bit of choreo in it I love that (laughs) (laughs) it's cute it's so unexpected and it's like you know I love it too because it sums up that outfit that she's wearing is like so sky during this time like those like um those like rhinestoned YSL tights boots yes and like the leather jacket (laughs) yeah the leather jacket a tiny little skirt and like sunglasses yeah and like the short (laughs) hair yeah total sky (laughs) um I'm very anxious to hear your thoughts about this next song (laughs) all right how do you pronounce the title oh Omanko Omanko or Omanko yeah Omanko yeah yeah at first I was like what the fuck is this noise like I just (laughs) I was 
I was like taken aback. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I used to skip it a lot. I used to just be like, uh uh-uh, no. Mm -hmm. But like going back, like listening to it, I'm like, I don't mind it. Like I kind of like it. It's like chaotic. Yeah. And like the lyrics are just like a clusterfuck. Like what (laughs) even are the lyrics? But it's like fun. (laughs) Oh, I'm so happy that you feel that way because that's exactly how I felt about it. I spent many years skipping it. I mean, I've never like turned on the album to hear it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it rings pretty low, but <laughs> yeah. Like if it's playing and my phone's far away, I'm not gonna like die. I'm not gonna die for my phone. Right. <laughs> you know, I'll let it play. I used to die for my phone though. That's the gag. Cause like I would like <laughs> stop whatever I was doing to make sure it didn't play. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's got a it's got its own weird charm. It it definitely grows on you if you like let it. Cause you could very easily skip mm-hmm. this song and never really uh, allow it to like take you over but you know if you listen to it a few times you're like oh this is like actually really enjoyable for whatever reason yeah because the first like maybe 30 40 seconds like I could do without but then like towards the end of the song is where it gets pretty good and like it changes a little bit and that's where it Mm -hmm. gets like pretty fun so I think I always just was like 30 seconds in like nope skip like right. listening it back I'm like I actually really like it and like it's weird because she says like Japanese Christmas and then there's like a weird jingle bell like somewhere in it and I'm like is this considered a Christmas song now <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally it's yeah it's it's a weird song I looked up the the meaning of the the word omanko oh yeah <laughs> And it's like a, it's like a slight it's a Japanese like urban dictionary word for vagina yeah and so, I heard like that's the like one of the only words like in Japanese media where like they censor it right like they censor the word yeah so I'm like how did she so she's like, as the title okay but I did also read that they were this was a drunk recording and, yeah them just like having fun yeah, yeah and then they were like oh wait it like sounds good <laughs> and it weirdly does fit the album like it, it yeah fits <laughs> it does and it's like right in the middle like it's it's silly I didn't write any of the lyrics down because they are literal gibberish um yeah. but it's fun I mean I'm, if you are a person who likes this album and skips it I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that do you should like listen to it for like a week and then all of a sudden yes. you'll just randomly be like singing this song in your head and you're like why <laughs> yeah and like I don't know it's just good like the melody's pretty good like the more I listen to it yeah it's very it's very sky oh yeah because she is like a weirdo too so I feel like it like it just fits (laughs) total weirdo um all right well the moment is finally here the girl is here (laughs) she's arrived (laughs) you guys we're doing it let's talk about you're not the one you may have heard of it Just the first single. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me literally every single detail and intricate, intricate, intricate detail, everything. I think it's a perfect first single for this album because it really like just completely wraps up like the 80s synth, like guitar driven thing that she was going for. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very much like Blondie, David Bowie vibes. Um mm-hmm. and like one lyric that I love is seasons bring truth. When I found mine, it was summertime. <laughs> I love that so much. I think I captioned that like on a bad selfie from like 2014 or something. <laughs> 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 oh, I just love that. And like just the I don't even know how to describe like music, or whatever, but like right. the synth in the background, it just like hits so hard. 
ah, it's so good. It's so intense. Like that first initial like drum beat at the beginning. Oh my God. Oh. Like you want to talk can, like, about- You can feel it in your You chest. can feel it. And like, even if you've heard the song a million times, it's still, it's got the same energy, even though they're not the same, but it has like dancing on my own energy where when you hear the first second, it's like goosebumps. I have goosebumps right now. I've been thinking mm-hmm. about it. Goosebumps yes. on your arms. And like, you just, you're like, I'm going to get lost in this song. I already know it. It's happening. Oh my God. And it also, it just makes me want to dance like on a car, like Tony <laughs> Katane. <Yeah. laughs> like in the 80s. It just like dance. <laughs> like full Gaga on the Trans Am. It's on yes. fire. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, it, this song to me is like, if you had to describe Sky Ferreira in like one song only, it's this song. Like, this is yes. the one. Um, it's like everything that she's good at. It's synthy, like you said, it's like that drum is so good. And like, all of it, it's like, it goes from being like really hard and like intense to then like Sky singing like a fucking Precious Moments figurine out of nowhere. And she like, switches it so well and it just like flows. Right, it's almost like her music is so representative of her personality. Yeah. Of being like, hard and soft like duality like dark and light you know she's always like blonde and gorgeous but like very dark-sided yes (laughs) dark-sided not smiling (laughs) gargles slinkets you know what I mean oh yeah so this this whole gig this whole song the video the whole look for the video all of it is inspired by David Bowie the song is like a low like it's not like a full remake but it's like it's heavily un, uh, unapologetically inspired by the song Low by David Bowie. She said, actually, in an interview, I wanted to make a super, I love this. She said, I wanted to make a super poppy version. Like, not when you're rolling up, she said, like, not when you're rolling up, whoa, like, not when you're rolling up your car windows because you don't want anyone to know you're listening to it, <laughs> but still, like, you're trying to hide it on your iTunes. <laughs> I love that. It's so good. <laughs> um and yeah and I also I would say don't ever play this song around me if I've been drinking and that's a threat oh yeah same I will like scream sing the chorus (laughs) yes oh my god like holy shit um and yeah the song lyrically is about Sky you know coming to this realization that her relationship is not going to work she describes a situation in which like she's she's fucked up at home she's like inebriated on whatever it's the middle of the night it's summer and she's in her bed realizing that she's depressed as fuck and that she is not her relationship is going to end um the lyrics are i wrote of course i wrote down the lyrics of i mean i, I should have written down the whole <laughs> fucking song honestly she said dreams stay with you always on my mind i got a lust for life that part at mm, the beginning. perfect start seasons bring truth when I found mine it was summertime it's the middle of the night and I'm so gone and I'm thinking about how much I need you but you really want somebody else uh should be given the right to carry on I'm still thinking about how how much I need you but you really want somebody else um and then I love this second chorus where she's or the second verse where she says streets like a zoo uh through city lights love at first sight silent rays of blue they slowly glide right down my spine like oh, oh. 
Um, and then she Oof. ends by saying, I was enjoying the ride and now we're standing on the grave site. Left unsatisfied. I won't even bother to fight. I know you're not the one. I mean, damn, fuck, dude. Oh, like, kills t- it. Talk about a fucking songwriter. Um, she's really good at doing that, like giving you like the whole story, like throughout the yeah, entire song. She's so journey. good at that. Yes. And sh- this, she looks so fucking cool in this video. Oh, like, like the blue lights. Oh my so god. So sick. Like in a way only Sky can do. This is why we need her. Because only yes, she can she, do this. Only she can do it. Like she looks like so effortlessly cool. And she is. That's just like who she is. And I love right. that the entire video is her just like standing in front of this blue light. And it's her just like taking off her jacket and then putting it back on. <laughs> but I rewatch it. Like, like she like she's doing something different like i will watch that a million times over and over again <laughs> totally it also it's so funny and you'll know exactly what i'm talking about it's the it's um wet hair sky because her hair was so damaged that it was like do you remember that <laughs> yes yes wet hair sky like she had they had to wet her hair for um like videos and stuff because it didn't move anymore because damaged. yeah it was like straw yeah <laughs> yeah like she literally had all of this like beautiful hair that went down to her knees it was like mermaid hair and then she bleached it and like her bleached hair became like her signature look and it became so fried that it started breaking (laughs) off and she had to cut it into a mullet a black (laughs) mullet (laughs) her hair evolution is like so funny because like you can like see the stages of it just like falling out totally (laughs) totally and now it's um, it's so funny. The only tweet that Sky Ferreira has ever liked of mine was a million years ago. I said, uh, like, you know, things are going well right now in the world because Sky Ferreira's hair is healthy again. <laughs> and it's true. <laughs> so it's, true. It's true. She's blonde and he- it's blonde and she's it's healthy. Yes. So I'll be smiling. <laughs> Uh-huh. I know when she cut it though, I was like, I know you have to, but girl, I, I loved like her like super blonde, like shoulder length hair. It was like kind of healthy. Like she could salvage it at that point. But yes. then she just had to cut it off. <laughs> oh my God. It was so funny when it was damaged. She had like, um, like as Trisha Paytas would call it a chemical cut, <laughs> yes. you know, yes. <laughs> a chemical cut. Uh. Um, oh God. Okay. Let's talk where this is like, we're in the sweet spot of the album for me. Oh, absolutely. Let's talk about heavy metal heart. Oh my God. I feel like very inspired by um, Zachary Cole Smith. Is that his last name? Mm -hmm, Smith? mm -hmm, Yeah, mm -hmm. I feel like very heavily inspired by him. But I love this song. Like, it's just, I feel like it's the feeling of excitement, like at a concert, like when she says, I can feel the heartbeat of the night in my chest. Like, that's what the song gives me. Like, if you played it like on a big amp, like it's just that like heavy, like mm-hmm. banging. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> this song is like meant to blow out a speaker. Yeah. If it doesn't blow the speaker out, are you even listening to it? <laughs> it's called heavy metal heart. Come Hello. On. <laughs> Hello. Um, this is easily one of my most visited Sky songs for sure. Um, it's at the point where like, if I hear a song by her, it could be any song this one I have to play after. Like, I'll stop yeah, the shuffle. To compare and be like, it to, yeah. I gotta, you know, I gotta do it. Gotta um, go back. And not only, yeah, it's, it's super, super intense, extremely passionate. 
Um, you can feel the emotion with every single word she sings. It's also so incredible. Like the lyrics, this has to be the most clever song on this album. It's Absolutely. So just like quippy and like the metaphors. Um, and yeah, like you said, it was definitely heavily inspired by Zachary. It was written for him. Uh, it, it, it's about her meeting him and him turning her her machine heart into a, a human heart. Um, she says, oh God, these lyrics. I can feel the heat of the light on my face as I'm walking away from you. I can feel the beat of the night in my, of the night in my chest. I feel like I'm a galaxy away from you. Oh God, I'm losing <sighs> myself talking to myself in the dark. Um, when my body starts to work like a machine, you make my heavy metal heart beat. You make me feel the pulse of my heavy metal heavy metal heart. I can see a vision that's meant to be mine, slowly turning away from you. I can see it all standing on top of time. There's on top of time. Oof, and there's not. There's it's so only, good. It's so good. There's only one thing left for, left to lose. Uh, and then I love when she says, "You turn my red to black. I'm never coming back the way I was before. I'm not her anymore." It's like. Damn. I mean, what a fucking, like, to have this song written about you. I know. Come on now. Like, I turned your heart human again. I woke you up. And I love, like, all of these songs are kind of, like, 24 hours. Like, in a way, all these songs are about, like, how codependent they are. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She's constantly writing about how, like, she gets depressed thinking about him not being around. She obsessively thinks about the time that they won't be together while they're together and I mean she says I can feel the heat of the light on my face as I'm walking away from you like as I'm walking away I'm literally catching on fire because I'm like I'm like I'm so in love with you and you could tell during this era like she did some like Q&A about like this album and he was just sitting there like I feel like they just could not be apart like for even an hour they were just very codependent she was like wearing all of his clothes Yes, they would literally share clothes, same haircut. Same hair. <laughs> same like like Wednesday Adams bags under their eyes. Yes, haven't slept in weeks. Right. <laughs> but I love in this song that it's like it's she's like almost like screaming the lyrics in the beginning, but then there's mm-hmm. one part where she like she kind of whispers it. She's like talking to myself in the dark and she mm-hmm. whispers it. And I just oh love God. that part. Yeah. I love that part. Yes, it's so sky. I love it. And the, the shit that she can do with her voice, like, she can go from, like, like I said, Precious Moments doll to just full on, like, you know, screaming, like, goth princess to then, like, you know, really deep. Like, when she goes, like, deep, 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 I live for it. Oh, you can hear it. Like, it's, like, guttural. Like, you can hear the, her deep, like, voice. And then she can, like, whisper. And it's, yeah. like, it works. Everything works for her. Oh, my God. This, this is, like, this is opening new wounds. Like, I had let the sky wound heal. <laughs> and I was, like, we won't get masochism. And, like, it's chill. Like, I'll listen to it on YouTube. It's, like, you know. But yeah. now I'm going to be, I'm going to have a, a ripped lust wide open. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about Christine. What do you think about this one? So this was another one where I was like, I can't tell what this girl is saying. Like, I just like, <laughs> had no clue. And, like, I would skip it sometimes. So like, I went back and like read the lyrics and like, I'm like, oh, I can actually kind of understand what she's saying. Mm-hmm. And I like, it. I think the melody is really good. And I can hear this like specifically. I don't know why it just pops into my mind, but 
like the bling ring movie I can picture mm. this song playing in the background like while they're like rummaging through like Paris Hilton's like closet or like whatever I can just totally. hear that in the background because the lyrics are very much like young millionaires and kind of like that whole like yeah. part that Sky was a part of but she kind of was like also not a part of right so like I, that was my first I'm like this is like the bling ring <laughs> damn that's like the perfect movie for this song like you yeah. hit the nail on the head yeah, I was just listening. I'm like, this is very much like a montage scene of them just like breaking into different celebrities' mansions. Yeah, it's a really unique song. It's super odd in a good way. It's like structured in a weird way where like it doesn't have like a typical song structure at all. So you kind of have to like just suspend reality when you're listening to it because you're like, this, what is this? Like you said, like, what the fuck is this song? Um, but it is definitely one of those ones. It's a, it's a grower. It's not, you know, you're not going to hear this and immediately be like, yes put that on the playlist you won't right it's gonna confuse you at first it's like another one you need to come back to a few times to kind of like appreciate it yeah and those songs are great because it's like you work for it you know and then you love it in like a different way than you do the ones that you actually really do love initially right and the more I listen to it because at first like I was reading the lyrics along with it and like I still don't know what she's saying but like more you listen to it you're like okay I can kind of get what she's saying a little bit (laughs) yeah 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 totally yeah I have to like read it every time I never know what I still don't even know what she's saying yeah um I'll catch like every like fourth word (laughs) right listening to it (laughs) and I love the part where she just literally does start mumbling she's like like she just literally (laughs) is like fuck it she's mumbling yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah like she's singing with her mouth closed um yeah, I so wonder this, like who is Christine? Like who who is Christine? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, and like Sky is so zero fucks about people understanding her that like we may never know. Right, exactly. Which I, I <laughs> just which take I love. it for what it is. <laughs> yeah, she's like it's some person I know. <laughs> um, and yeah, lyrically this song is about her just like not being interested really in like fame. You know, she's like surrounded by all these millionaires and all these like hot shot people but she like doesn't give a shit and she's very indifferent to all of it she said i'm not feeling bad about about it whatsoever i'm happier near the ground so whatever it's more of a numbness than a bad or a great or a better a giant comedy with museums and movies with heidi the routines of the young millionaires and i looked up who heidi was and it's her best friend she's the designer for ysl so she just like is oh, singing okay. about hanging out with her friend. Yeah. Cause um, she was a friend, like friends with a lot of the fashion people. And like, mm-hmm. but she also just couldn't give a fuck about the fashion world at all anyway. <laughs> right. So it's so funny. Like she's just like on both ends. Yeah. Again, it, and it, it's again reminds me so much of Azealia Banks, like not being like a fashion darling in 2013, but not yeah. caring. And like exactly having Karl Lagerfeld be like, she's the next greatest thing, but like not caring. Yeah. Azealia is very much more outspoken about it, but but Sky's just like, I'm going to put it in a song. (laughs) And I remember like her and Azealia would hang out and be like, my two girls. Yes. Like I love the two like girls. I love their music. And I was like, it's so cool. Like they're doing fashion. Like they're just like doing everything. I loved it. Yeah, the queens of Tumblr. They were like, God, yeah. 2013, we didn't know what we had, you know? I know, we had it so good. Like, 212 was just like a song that we could just like listen to on, like whenever. And it was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Who knew? Um, And yeah, at, at the end of my notes, I just wrote like, I would never turn this song on. 
<laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I'm not going to go searching on Spotify to hear this. <laughs> um, let's talk about I Will. I'm interested in hearing what you think about this one. So this was another one where it was not my favorite. I liked like the poppier ones, but like, I still love it just because like, I think the melody is so good. Mm-hmm. Like the chorus, like, oh, I mm-hmm. will. Like, that's so good. Um, and it's very much like pop rock kind of vibe, which yeah. I like. Um, and I also think it's another one too, where it's like people's expectations of her, like, I'll keep you guessing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's her kind of like being kind of like coy. Like, I kind of know I'm like a mystery, but I'm going to keep right. you guessing, which I like. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, she's like leaning into like, you know, being, it's kind of badass, honestly. Like, yeah. I think the song's really underrated and it, it's a good sort of like end of the album kind of moment. Like, I wouldn't put it up at the front, but it like is good at the in, at the back of the album. And yeah, she's like singing about like, it's funny because she's singing about how like, yeah, everybody views her as like this really shy person and she's very reserved. And like, she literally is basically saying like, I am shy, but I also like use my shyness as a tool to manipulate men and I can use it to manipulate the world. And I'm also not like a pushover. Like, don't confuse my shyness with me being like weak. Um, She says, she says, you wait by the phone, my eyes to your throne. It's what you want from me. Pretend, pretend that I'm shy. I laugh when you cry. It's what they want from me. It's like, that's like fucking iconic. <laughs> that's badass. <laughs> yeah. She said, try to teach me a lesson. I'll keep, I'll keep you guessing. I will. And then she says, when it's with me, you're messing. I'm going to teach you. When it's with me, you're messing. I'm going to teach you a lesson. I kiss like I lie. You wait for a sign. It's what you want from me. Left you dumb, left you damned, left you limp in your hand. What you want from me? Like, girl. 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 She went for it. Like, she really did not have to go off, but like, she did. Like, she really <laughs> just decided at the end of the album to be like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> just so you know, fuck you. And also, like, where she says, try to teach me a lesson, I'll keep you guessing. It reminds me of, like, when she was younger, they made her do, like, media training and all that. And mm-hmm. then she was just like, fuck this. Like, no. And, like, I feel like it's also, like, a fuck you to, like, all the higher-ups at, like, her label. Like, no, try to teach me a lesson. No, I'm going to do what I want. And, like, a lot of this was, like, she paid for it, like, with her modeling gigs and all that. Like, she, like, funded it herself, which is so badass as well. And then you have old, decrepit men telling you what to do with your money. Yeah, meanwhile, she has, like, an eager fan base who will take, like, anything, like, Mm -hmm. and she knows what she's doing. She knows what her fans want. It's such a testament to like, it's so funny revisiting albums like this now, post everything going on with Britney versus like pre. Yeah. Because it's like, it's just the impact of these fucking rotted men on our lives. And we don't even know, you know what I mean? Just like, yes, it's, it's so dark and sad. And like, to think what she in the past, you know, since, I mean, she hasn't released an album since 2013 to think what we could have had from her and like the experiences that she could have had just creatively that she can't yeah. that we're robbed of this like cool fucking art because of, of these assholes old- yeah she posted actually something today like a few hours ago really on her instagram story yeah she said something like um i wish i could properly record and release music too wishful thinking i'm still waiting for my single release date by the way 
Like, that like, makes that's me so sad. So sad. I know. And you've heard like Guardian and stuff, right? Yes. Oh, yes. My God, it's so uh, it's, good. That was like 2014. She performed it, and we still have not seen an official like release, official recording, anything. God, it's insane. People have literally released several albums and gone on tours. Yeah, several yeah. in that time. Fuck, man. Um, should we also, before we end this, before we get to the end of the album, mention that she fucking went on tour with Miley Cyrus during this time? Oh my god, yes. Which I saw. Like, oh, you did. So- you went to the Bangor yes. tour. Yes. Oh my god. It was oh so my good. god. Was it? Everything? I missed maybe like two Sky songs because I was late. But I was like, I was like, guys, we need to be there for Sky. And like, we ran late, but it was so good. Like, it was so weird seeing Sky like on a big stage. Cause like, I've seen her twice before, uh-huh. like when she was promoting um, the Ghost EP. Oh. And it was like at tiny little bars, like tiny little places. And like, I feel like it was so much more her element. But to see her on stage, I was like, that's my girl. Like, I just felt yeah. so like proud of her. Yeah. Totally. As she's like performing in front of a giant tongue. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's performing like all these emo songs and like all the kids just want like Miley bangers. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> They're like, we want to hear like Miley talk about twerking because it's fucking 20. Yeah. We want to see Miley stick her tongue out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and like smoke a joint on stage. <laughs> um, let's talk about love and stereo. Okay, this is my number one favorite song on the album. Really? Oh my God, that's yes. so fun. Tell me yes. why. I just think it's so, like, the beginning is so fucking cool. Like, the cheers and, like, whatever. And then yeah. throughout the entire song, I love, like, the kind of, like, Game Boy kind of sound effects. Totally. I just think it's so fun and so unique. Um, and I just, I just love it so much. Like, the, every time I hear the opening, I get, like, giddy. Like, I get so excited to listen to the entire thing. And it's just so like upbeat and so poppy, but like in a cool way, like Sky like is really in her own lane on this song, which I love. I can't believe that you brought up that it has video game sounds because I wrote in my notes, like there are certain artists I feel like that always, some people do it a lot. And then there's some people that have like one or two songs, but there's like a subgenre of music that is literally like video game music. Yeah. Like Britney has a lot of video game songs. Oh yes. Um, the one I can think of right now, just off the top of my head, is like "Trip to Your Heart." Yeah, video game. A lot song. of femme, a lot of femme fatale is like video game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, as a like person who grew, like I'm 33, I grew up in the 90s. Like it reminds me of like Sega Genesis and stuff. Yeah, it's like, it's very 90s. Like that kind of like when you hear it, you're like brought back to the 90s. Yeah, I feel like I'm playing Sonic the Hedgehog. Like in a good way <laughs> yeah and this song I feel like it has like stadium status like you can like hear it in a stadium like yes and that's why I love the cheering too because like the entire song like I'm like I want to hear this like in a humongous stadium yes and the cheering part reminds me so much of like in 80s songs like in old Michael Jackson songs and stuff like at the beginning of like Dirty Diana like that was like a thing yeah. that they used to do where they would like yeah do like, like a, intros right it's so, oh, it's so good. This one also reminds me a lot of emotion so much. Mm-hmm. Like those fun little like quirky kind of sounds in the songs. Yes. Um, yeah, it's just, it's good. It's very, again, this song's super underrated. I feel like I never hear people talk about love and stereo, but uh, it's just, it's so good. I love the lyrics. It's another one-sided love song for, where Sky is like, I love you more than you love me. 
<laughs> she said, every time I tell myself again that he just wants to be my friend, I can't keep up. He's locked inside my head, but he just wants to be my friend. It's always just stay, never just go. We fell in love in stereo. Then he broke my heart in stereo, which is like such a fun little, that can mean anything. And it's just a fun play on words, you know? Yeah. And then I love like when she says it, like there's different kind of like, there's like a higher up kind of like, and then like yeah, yeah, like, yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I love the little, um, the like uh, video game voice in the background that just goes disco. Yes. <laughs> it's so good like what <laughs> like it's so weird it's so cool um yeah and then in the second verse she says uh when he picked me up what was his intent just to let me down again I'll survive but how could I forget all the things we did back then it's like poor sky you know it's just so sad I'll survive but how can I forget is like so me like when I'm like I've dated I've like went on a few dates with a guy and then like, we stopped talking I'm like I'll survive but like how can I forget that you like ghosted me yeah it's like I'll live but like oh yeah but how dare you how dare you sir um and then the the title track nighttime my time we're at the end of the album nighttime my time so I've never seen Twin Peaks like in full, which okay. I know I should. should. Um, and I know it's like a huge like Sky, like Sky loves Twin Peaks. And I heard <laughs> that she like, she like wrote it while watching an episode. Mm-hmm. But I love that like the opening track is like this kind of like poppy, fun, like song about a boy. Mm-hmm. And it's like her like feeling herself. And then the end of it, she's like, I'm useless and I know it. <laughs> I'm dead. It's just like complete opposite. <laughs> just <laughs> what I love from Sky. <laughs> that is her Sky. That's her duality in a nutshell. Like she is blonde, beautiful, sh- like gorgeous supermodel, and also nighttime my time. Like ve- that's so. I feel like if she had it her way, she would seriously release a whole album of nighttime my time. Oh yeah, because um, downhill lullaby, like the mm-hmm. newest song that we've gotten in the past like eight, right. eight years. Yes. It, reminds me a lot of nighttime my time because it's very like dark and grungy and like slow and drawn out yeah so I feel like she does love doing this type of music yeah um you would really enjoy Twin Peaks I'm sure a million people have said that to you in life I know I need to get into it I watched like, the first episode a while ago I'm just bad with watching tv like I'll watch an ep- first episode I'm like oh I like that and then, like I'll move on to something else but I need <laughs> yeah. to like get, I, I need to give it a shot just for the sky of it all like you'll it's crazy because it's like I I watched Twin Peaks a little bit later in life I didn't like watch it when I was younger which is fine because I feel like it's a show for an older person it's not like a a kid show uh but it it just like I love it and it's one of my favorite shows now of all time but it just made me understand sky more like the whole time I was just thinking of sky like there's so many references in that show to like her visually and um, and her lyrics and like this whole song is just quotes from from um the Twin Peaks movie it's all just quotes yeah from the movie and then Nighttime My Time the like main character Laura Palmer in the movie she says she's like it's she's like being slutty <laughs> and she's like <laughs> love that <laughs> nighttime is my time so she's like I want to get fucked and <laughs> so I find a man tonight <laughs> right <laughs> And it's like such a throwaway line. So, but it's just so cool that Sky like literally based her whole entire album era around a throwaway line from the, a movie she likes. 
Yeah, like it hit her that hard that she wrote an entire like song and album about it. Yeah. Oh God. This is this went first of all, this went by too fast. I know. Seriously. This was really fun. Uh I had such any, a fun time. Do you have any closing nighttime my time thoughts? I just think this album is so underrated, but also like when it came out, like Pitchfork and you know, all those like blogs and music mm-hmm. blogs people who like think they're too good to listen to stuff like they were rating it like they were giving it like good rates whatever but right. I still think like it's one of the best albums like ever it's so good I mean as a debut it's oh it's crazy I mean like what like what? I felt it felt like more of like a like a release for her She's like I feel like people know who I am and like they're waiting and mm-hmm. it was just more of like a sigh of relief like here it is here's my thoughts Right, and it's really honestly super confusing because when I, it's like, I can hear this album and understand how a bunch of like pearl clenching old white people like wouldn't understand, <laughs> you know, certain songs or whatever, or think that there wouldn't be any radio play or whatever, because they're not getting like the Halsey moment that they want from her, mm-hmm. but it worked. Like it did really well. It's like known as like, you know, one of the best albums of the year and all that stuff, like you said. So it's like for them to then not let her do it again, it's yeah. so odd. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but the album cover, the controversy that was oh my the God. album cover. Like, How did we wait so long? I know, right? How did we just get here now? <laughs> yeah. But I feel like it's a good way to, like, wrap it up. Because, like, yeah. I feel like that was such a controversy. Like, when it came out, everyone was like, oh, my God, a nipple. Like, mm-hmm. one nipple. And they try to, like, sexualize it so much. And, like, that image is not sexy. It's, like, you can see her heartbreak and like you can see yeah. like her vulnerability and her like rawness like it's not like a sexy image right and it's like such a beautiful picture it's like you said it's not raunchy at all yeah it's like, like you're looking into her soul yeah it's heartbreaking she definitely looks like she's crying yeah oh yeah you know and like it's just it's crazy that yeah that people sexualized it so much because it was a fucking nipple yeah, but it was... and she's like, and it's like the bottom of it. Like, it's not even like an entire like topless photo. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, and it's just, it's so sky that like, it's, this album is so sort of niche and like, you know, not everybody knows who Sky Ferrer even is, but like, this is also the most controversial album cover of all time. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, it's so funny that like, they always like cut it off, like on Spotify, it's cut off <laughs> and they always have like a ribbon or something over it. <laughs> Right, but it's like then I can like play albums about like bouncing on dick. Like, okay. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> okay. But one little nipple, it's like the <laughs> world. <laughs> um yeah, I I I I mean I, I I don't know what there is to say besides everything. It's like if you've never if you've listened to this whole episode and not really listened to this album and you're just here for the vibes, like listen to Sky Ferreira. Yes. Listen in full. It's great. And also her ghost EP is really good too. Oh my God. All of her music, literally all of her music is good. Sad dream. That's my cry song. Like the second I hear it, I start to sob. <laughs> <laughs> for, for good reason. I mean, yeah. it's incredible. Heartbreaking. Um, well, tell people, first of all, thank you for doing this with me. And I'm so excited like, that I was your Thank you for podcast. asking me. I had such a blast. I can't believe that you haven't done this before. Like you could, you could host a podcast. Oh my God. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't give Uh, me any 
ideas. I may start one. <laughs> Please. I'm, listen, the more the merrier. Uh, tell people where they can find you on the internet. So you can find me at literaltrash2004 on Instagram. And if you want to follow my personal Twitter, it's just, it's Bridgegush. So B-R-I-D-G-E-G-U-S-H. If you want to well, see the dumb things I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> this is the American Horror Story of podcast. So you'll be back um, in another yes. role. You're Ryan Murphy. I love it. <laughs> yes. You'll be back in another role. We'll find something else to fit you in. Yes. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. I had so much fun. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Dunzo. This podcast is a part of the Solid Listen Network. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't already. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash solidlisten for exclusive content. You can follow me on Twitter at Troy McGee, and you can follow the podcast on all forms of social media at DunzoPod. That's D-U-N-Z-O. Thank you to executive producer Molly McAleer and coordinating producer Nicole Matthew. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.